So, as you already know, today's podcast is waiting on God's timing. Now, I know waiting on God can be really hard because most often than not, our timeline isn't in sync with the time he has set for us, but we rest assured that his timing is always perfect. The truth is, everyone is constantly waiting on God for something. Even when a certain desire is granted, there's always something else that comes up that we desire to have again. And when God grants that one, another comes up. It's just an endless cycle. We're always going to be in a season of waiting, so we might as well wait well. I remember um, Joyce Mayer once said that trials mixed with waiting develops patience, and patience is the ability to wait with a good attitude. That's why I decided to talk about waiting on God's timing today, to help and encourage all of us to wait on his perfect timing with a good attitude. Now, from here onwards, we're going to get practical. I want you to get your writing materials, a pen and a paper, because I'm going to be sharing five ways to patiently wait on God's timing. And um, quick disclaimer, please know that all I'm about to share with you is my personal opinion from experiences, observations, and um, practical imp- implementations. In other words, like these are things that I did and worked for me, 100%. So, no, by God's grace, it's going to work for you as well i truly believe that so you can pause the podcast to go and get the pen and paper and press play once you've gotten them now let's start first i'm going to list them out and explain each distinctively you can caption it um, five ways to patiently wait on god's timing number one we have study the word number two stay prayed up number three trust the process number four acknowledge god's purpose number five learn to count your blessings now number one study the word sometimes i like to see our season of waiting as a season of preparation because honestly god has already gone ahead of us to prepare the way and now he's just preparing us studying the word is very important in that season of preparation the word keeps you grounded in god's plans and promises it's very important to have scriptures written in your heart because during your waiting season is when the devil tries to get into your head he tries to make you feel like god doesn't care about you anymore which isn't true but when you study the word daily you'll be reminded of god's faithfulness and to strengthen your faith and fill your heart with hope for example Studying about people in the Bible who endured seasons of waiting will remind you that you're not alone and the same way God fulfilled his promises in their lives is the same way he'll fulfill his promises in yours too. And I'd like to share with you the history of some of these faithful men in the Bible. The first we have is Noah. Noah waited patiently on God for 120 years while the ark was under construction. Sometimes I try to imagine what Noah must have gone through that period because I imagine you know, God telling him, oh, I'm going to send a heavy flood to wipe out everyone knowing the earth, but I want you to be saved and some other people and the animals, all those things. And then, so I want you to build an ark. And then Noah is like, oh, okay, 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 God, no problem. And then he starts and then it doesn't happen that year. And he's like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then the next year comes and he's like, mm, probably the third year. And then the fifth year 
comes nothing the tenth year like an entire decade passes by nothing two decades three decades no it just keeps going on and on i can imagine people that probably lived around him that walked past him several times and made mockery of him no jest of him like oh no i still building that ark oh he's going to keep building for 500 years this this flood he keeps coming by he hasn't come yet what's with the delay no all those kind of things i can just really imagine what he went through but abra but sorry but noah didn't care he didn't care what they had to say as long as god had given the word that's what he ran with he ran with that word and built the ark and, on, and in the 120th year the flood came and noah was saved next person is abraham abraham waited patiently on god for a child for 25 years after the promise was made to him and oh carabayas <laughs> sorry but sometimes i just stay to think about what abraham must have gone through it must have been a lot you know what you know like, like you need to put yourself in his shoes imagine not having a child but your main your name means father of many nations but you don't even have one child and then god gives you this promise i'm going to give you a child and it's like okay okay you think it could come that year it doesn't come that year the next year it doesn't come the third year it doesn't come a decade passes by two decades it still hasn't come just like noah i can imagine how many people made mockery of abraham as well must have said oh your god that did this that said this that said that where's your child your god i said he would do it for you where where is your child now i can imagine how you know he watched um <clears throat> his wife sarah get older and older as every year passed by you know she already um, i'm sure she must have already you know clocked menopause and him i'm sure he wasn't so vital but one thing i love about god god's word as long as he has given that word nothing in this world is going to stop it from coming to pass it's always about this it's only it just has to be a matter of timing and at the right time that prophecy was fulfilled in abraham's life and he and sarah had isaac in the 25th year oh glory to god now the next person is jacob Jacob was tricked by his father-in-law into marrying his true love sister Leah and he had to wait for 14 years before he could finally be with his true love that's Rachel now let me just tell you a quick bible history time what happened here was that Jacob's father-in-law had this tradition where before you marry any of his um, daughters you have to work for him for seven years so Jacob did that he worked with the, the man for seven years in hopes to marry his true love Rachel now when the day of the wedding came they deceived jacob into marrying leah there was a veil that covered leah's face so he didn't know it was her and by the time the wedding was done all the um, vows were made so like it was official he removed the veil and only discovered that it was leah not rachel so he was very upset obviously he was tricked into marrying the wrong woman and he complained but then the the father-in-law told him if you want to if you're still very insistent on marrying rachel you have to work for me for another seven years and that's how jacob worked for another seven years just to be rich that's like a total of 14 years just to be with rachel now i know that it's painful i know that it's it's like when you think about it, it's like why 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 but you never can tell why certain things happen the way they happen but what i just loved about this experience was the fact that at the end of the day 
after everything he went through he still ended up being with Rachel that's the testimony here he ended up with his true love now the next person is Joseph Joseph experienced 13 years of slavery slavery and prison before his prophetic promise was fulfilled which was his promotion to a high place in Pharaoh's kingdom now no quick Bible history time for Joseph Joseph um, was uh, highly loved and favored by his father Jacob and this made his brothers very jealous and envious of him and because of that they sold him into slavery and from slavery Joseph was thrown into prison just a lot of things happened with Joseph but at the right time at the right time prophecy was fulfilled in Joseph's life he got his promotion second in command the entire kingdom like he he got elevated from the man he was before God came through for him in his life just as prophecy foretold and it was just it's just very beautiful to see all those 13 years of slavery and prison it's it's enough to make someone think oh does God care about me is this how my life is going to be until I die is this is this where I'm, I'm just going to rot here days years of my life but you don't know that God has a very beautiful future ahead of you although you may not see it yet I can assure you that God has lots of beautiful things planned for you just like Joseph now the next person is Moses Moses spent 40 years in the wilderness before he had his divine encounter with the flaming voice of God now to me I like to see this um encounter moses had i I like to um um i like to use it as an example for those who always feel bad or always complain that oh um they don't they haven't yet had their own spiritual encounter with god you know they keep hearing all these beautiful testimonies how people say oh my life was this my life was that but then on the faithful day i had this divine encounter with god and my life changed you know and they're like why will i get to have my own divine encounter with god but see moses had to spend 40 years before he had his own divine encounter with God. So this is just to show you that although it tarries, your time is coming. You are definitely going to have your own divine encounter with God as well. Now, next person is David. David waited for nearly 15 years to become king of Israel after the prophecy was made. A prophet came to, to David's father's house and told him how oh, David is going to be king of Israel. And then it was like, oh, well, no, cool. Just like, just like maybe imagine someone telling um, uh, one of the presidents when they were younger that uh, they're going to be president and they're like oh really that's cool that's cool maybe it'll happen in the next five years maybe it's happen in the next ten years no is it ten years but you know just put a timing that okay it's probably going to happen then but then that time comes and then it doesn't happen and then you find yourself feeling sad gloomy maybe even slowly um, drift into depression or just just to show you like just relax okay relax at the right time that prophecy is going to be fulfilled in your life and nothing in this world absolutely nothing is going to stop it from coming to pass just like david now um jesus our Lord and Savior, our G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. Jesus had to wait 30 years before he started his ministry. And I'd like to use Jesus as a perfect example for all the um, aspiring pastors and ministers out there probably wondering, when will I start my own ministry? When will I start doing great things for God? When will I start you know, um, um, being this person I've, I've always aspired to be for God? I just want you to know that God's timing is always the best. 
although things may not be working out the way you want them to now just know that at the right time god is going to provide the resources the peoples the connections everything you need just going to come to you by free course and hindered and you just see yourself fulfilling god's will for your life god's perfect will for your life so you see all these past experiences were written in the bible to help you it says so in romans chapter 15 verse 4 it says such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us they give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for god's promises and also you need to understand that what we see as a delay while waiting on god's promises is there because sometimes we're just not ready there's still so much to learn unlearn characters to change or build and just several areas in our lives to grow now the second thing is staying prayed up and now another way to find um now, this is another way to, to find more patience in the wait. And you need to allow prayer to be where <clears throat> you draw strength and receive peace. Because the devil will always try to bring thoughts into your heart, into your head to steal your peace and make you worry. That's why Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7 says, It's not, it's sorry, um, okay, sorry, I opened the wrong scripture. Uh, yeah, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7 says, Don't worry about anything. It's a pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. This is New Living Translation. It's not easy to go to prayer first when you're frustrated in the weeds. But as you try to cultivate a habit of prayer, you find the waiting becomes easier. And number three is trusting the process. This is the third thing that has helped me in my waiting season. Trusting the process. Change is a process and it usually takes time. So when God is working a change in your life or carrying you through a particular challenge, it may take time to fully work through the process. But try not to fight it and trust God. Submit to his timeline and process. Let go of your own timeline and plans and allow him to lead you. Because God has the best plans in store for you as she said in one of my favorite scriptures Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 he said for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future that's so beautiful now the fourth thing that can help you wait with a good attitude is acknowledging God's purpose I want you to ask yourself is there a purpose to be fulfilled in my waiting season do I have some work to do to prepare for the next season? Is God working on my heart or character? You need to understand that everything God does is not accidental. They all have a purpose. So you need to consider that and submit to God's purpose for your life as you wait. Because I truly believe that when you're done learning everything God wants you to learn right now, you'll be ready and prepared to and I'm prepared for God to skyrocket you to the next level. And now the last but not the least thing that can help you wait patiently with a good attitude is learning to count your blessings. Instead of focusing on where you're going or the things you desire, look around you and find the blessings that already surround you. Even if you're in a season that poses to be very difficult, I'm certain that there's still a lot to be grateful for. You just haven't taken out some time to list them out. Sometimes our season of waiting can cause us to be blind to those blessings so it's very important to develop a heart of gratitude learn to 
count your blessings and give God thanks for all of them because gratitude attracts increase. Now, key points to note from all this is that waiting on God's timing requires faith and patience. The wait you're experiencing is not necessarily a delay. Rather, it's a communion of faith and patience which we need to develop and strengthen in order to receive all of the promises of God. That's why the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12, We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. Just like all the mighty men in the Bible I spoke about earlier, Noah, Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, David, etc. They all inherited what God promised them through faith and patience, and so will you. And now I'd like to say a word of prayer for you. In Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for your children that have heard your word today. Thank you, Lord, for loving them specially and unconditionally. Lord, I pray that today onwards they'll wait on your promises with a good attitude and a grateful heart. I rebuke every feeling of worry and anxiety they may be going through. Lord, I pray that your perfect peace envelopes their hearts. I pray that their minds are continually renewed with your word. And I pray that the same way Noah, Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, David, and all our forefathers inherited their promises through faith and patience, they too inherit all the promises you've prepared for them at your perfect time thank you so much lord in jesus name i pray amen that's all for today thank you so much for tuning into my podcast i really hope you've been blessed by it and i look forward to hearing your testimonies see you in the next podcast i love you bye